and you're listening to volume 19 of the Strange Grooves podcast. I'm Sharice Letson. Hey everybody, I'm Kate Milbury. And we're here today with uh, Lad, and La- Lad and Lasses, well, a lad and a lass. <laughs> um, Hillary and Katie, welcome. Thank you for joining us this morning. Well, thanks for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. Joining us on a very stormy morning. Very stormy. Our very first morning podcast. <laughs> very first morning po- podcast, and of course, it's terrible outside. <laughs> That's, That's okay. okay. That's okay. Or beautiful. Yeah, I think it's beautiful outside. Yeah, yeah, when you're not out in it. <laughs> it looks really nice from inside this cozy apartment. Yeah, no, That's true. It's very picturesque. Cool. So, um... I guess we wanted to have you guys on the uh, on the show this week because you guys are releasing your album. Yeah, uh, you have official um, the official release is on Friday at Sanctuary Theater. That's right at eight o'clock on March sixteenth. So your pre Patty's Day party. Exactly. Yeah, I'm awesome. excited. It's a lot yeah. of work gone into this, hey? It's been like years of work. <laughs> it must be nice to like have it out. Yeah, I, I'm having a hard time believing that it's, like, actually happening because there were definitely times when I thought, well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Um, we we really uh, enjoy the, the music also. Um, you. you know, when we've been listening to it, you know, now when you guys were at Rogue, and I think it kind of brings a, a, a new sense of, tones that a lot of people around here used to hearing a lot of the time and I I think it's really really refreshing so I'm really excited to to check out the show um what would you guys say was your favorite part about making this album long duration I think there's been something really satisfying in like bringing the songs to life and kind of discovering the like the depth in them there have been a lot of moments where we've like just done a line or a verse and been like oh man holy shit Hillary you wrote those words like those are so beautiful <laughs> uh, and then I'm not even sure what it means sometimes but <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like oh that was really that was really deep Hill that's good <laughs> yeah you're good with words though you have those cool haikus and stuff on Instagram I always find those really fun I always love following your haikus of the day yeah. <laughs> yeah, I look Thank forward you. to them well it's less than daily these days Right. Well, yeah, You're so busy. There's also a baby here, listeners. Yeah. Uh, baby George. George. The chillest baby. <laughs> he really is. Yeah, he such really an old is. soul. Looks so wise. We <laughs> refer to George as Little Lad. Right. Little Lad. He's the fourth member of our band. He's so, yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> We're missing Nanka, unfortunately. Yeah. This morning. Of weather-related things. Yeah. yeah. But you, you guys, if you're listening, you'll be able to catch them on Friday. So how can people get tickets? So many ways. So <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> Good. There are so many ways to get tickets. You can find the one that is the most convenient for you. Um, any of us have tickets on us pretty much at all times. So if you find us or message us, you can get tickets. You also can get tickets at a couple of uptown businesses. You can get them at Interaction Theater, at Rogue Coffee, or at Backstreet Records all fantastic places to stop anytime um or you can send us an e-transfer and we'll set some tickets aside for you so that's, that's the awesome. new way of life it's <laughs> right? e-transfer how much e-transfer when you were like scared that people weren't 
going to come. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we just kept on getting money. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the big thing, right? Yeah. E-transfers are just Convenient. easy, right? People can just do it. They don't have to log into a website or an Eventbrite or something. I hear you, George. I know. You. It's exciting. E-transfers are awesome. <laughs> if you, you won't even know what real money is when you're older. <laughs> no. the, the email address, if you want to send an e-transfer, is ladandlasses at gmail.com. And lad has two Ds. So I guess, uh, can you tell tell us a little bit about kind of like how you guys got together in the first place? Uh, yeah, we were all backup musicians for Leo LaFleur. It was like so four or five years ago. I first heard Hillary's voice before I met her because oh. I was working with Leo LaFleur um, developing, with Ninka also developing string parts for his release years ago. And he was very excited about this girl that he hung out with and had created some vocal parts. And he made us listen to them and was really stoked about it. And then we started having bigger group jams. And that's where I met Hillary for the first time. But we all came together to back Leo when he was recording an album. And then we did it again um, for Cole from Bad People when he was recording an album. And this project actually started when Hillary approached us with the same idea in mind. Like, she had a batch of songs that she had written. Um, and she was recruiting people to form a band to make a fuller version of them for an album. And so we had become friends by then and we offered to get together with her, just the three of us, to kind of help her imagine like what a bigger sound could, could look like for her songs rather than just her guitar and voice, which is what she'd typically done before. Right. And we just found something really captivating about the three of us. We kept like coming up with these arrangements of songs and being like, I don't, I don't know if I want to like add an electric guitar to that or like add a bass to that like it feels complete like it feels like we found something unique and beautiful so we that be, this grew out of that to become its own project with its own life and how long have you guys been making music uh, as the as your trio um it's since like last march i guess our very first show was in the ECMAs last April. Yes. So that was cool. I had a showcase for myself as a solo artist, and this all happened leading up to that. And so we were just like, okay, hey, we're lad lasses now. Just so you know. Just <laughs> to mention the, the big sound, and I, I'd like to say that one of the things I always found really neat is the the video you guys did underneath the underpass on the west side. Oh, yeah. So like really using like the exterior and like, you yeah. know, small spaces like uh, like like Rogue and stuff and really showing like how those sounds come together. I find that super neat. Do you have any spots in mind that you're starting to think like would kind of bring the sound out? Well, we had a show scheduled last summer <laughs> in uh, Hughes Hall, which is in the sanctuary. There's another like little concert hall and it has crazy acoustics in there. We were gonna do an all acoustic show. Um, and then George came a month early and right. <laughs> that was a week before that show. I guess maybe we were pushing it, scheduling a show three weeks before my due date, but you know, no, I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> uh, so we'd really like to do that show again, again, plan to do that show again. Um, Sanctuary Theatre itself is a really beautiful acoustic space and we were lucky enough to do some jamming there and to even do some recording there for the album and I'm really excited to play our show at Sanctuary Theatre because it yeah. just is a beautiful sound in there. Shows there. The, yeah. like, the sound there is really, really Another one of my new favorite spots is Five and Dime. Mm. Some of the shows mm. they've been doing there is like the sound in there is amazing considering it's stone. Yeah, we've been talking to Jody about that. It's 
about I've watched a couple show of there. shows there the last couple of months and just phenomenal. Like I saw uh, Jessica Ray and Josh Brosnan there uh, not long ago and phenomenal sound. Like just very, very, very good. So if you're looking for a spot, I'd definitely check out Five and Dime. I think there's something in the works there, actually. Oh, maybe, with, maybe with Sebastian Fleet. Cool. Exclusive. Yeah. Strange Cruise <laughs> <Strange laughs> <Grace> exclusive. <laughs> Watch for that this, later this spring. <laughs> you heard it here, folk. First, folks. Um, so I guess, uh, can you tell us a little bit about kind of your your personal kind of influences? Like, who, who what are some of the musicians that influence you guys in your music? Uh, I grew up just listening to classical music for the most part. Um, and that was a big discovery for me when I was wondering why I was not able to write verse chorus songs. So I was like, <laughs> why can't I write songs with structure? And that's, that's why. But um, recently, in recent years, I really like um, Phosphorescent and Regina Spector oh. and Fleet Foxes and, um, oh gosh, so many. Bahamas ah! is like on repeat at our place. Right. Did you check a lot at the Imperial? We had a jam that night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my partner went and he was like, oh, you guys should have been there. Also, you should probably start wearing tracksuits. You know, they have them right now at Urban Planet. And they it's all these different colors of tracksuit pants and the zip-up jackets. Like tone colors? They have like the neutral no, should... beiges and really? like, yeah, yeah. They also oh, have um, butterfly clips. The, the plastic, the 90s are back. The so 90s hard. are back. So hard. It was stepping back in time in there last week. <laughs> what are you listening to lately, George? Are you listening to George? George um, listens to a lot of the songs that I make up about nap time <laughs> and about changing diapers. They are slightly less creative <laughs> than other things I've written, but you know, that's just the time of my life. Yep. Probably gonna write a children's album just because out of necessity, you know. Yeah, you know, exactly. Just because babies. You'll never be short of material. No. Right? And with like the infusion of babies into the uptown core right now, I yeah. feel like that'll be really good. Exactly. <laughs> well, what about you, Katie? What are some of your favorite artists? I always hate this question because I feel like I don't listen to music as much as you would expect a musician <laughs> would. Um, <clears throat> I really love Rose Cousins. I really loved her last couple of albums. Um, I find that I tend to like just pick up anytime like a, an artist uses strings in their arrangement. <coughs> Excuse me. And she has a few songs on her "We've Made a Spark" album, which is like gorgeous string arrangements. Hey Rosetta is a cool band uh, that has done good yeah. stuff with cello and violin yes. as well. Uh, Leo used to tease me all the time because I would say I would talk about Hey Rosetta mo like more than like I'm not really like a Hey Rosetta fangirl, but. I would talk about them a lot, and then he'd be like, I'm a hey, Rosetta fangirl. I can't even believe I forgot to mention them, to right. be honest. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> it's all good. How long have you been playing? I don't remember a time before I played the cello. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> um, there's, like, a really cute story about how I started playing the cello, but I don't I don't remember it. I just know it because my parents have told it so many times. That's the story. Now you got to tell us okay, the story. Okay, so I'll tell you the cute story. <laughs> um, so I have an older brother, and he plays violin. He picked violin, I think, at a symphony concert. My mom is a, a musician as well, and when she had just one kid, she was writing program notes for the Calgary Symphony, and so they got to go see shows. That was the deal. Like, you get to come see the shows for free if you write our program notes. And he picked a, the violin at a symphony show. He's three years older than me, so when I came to, like, 
the appropriate age to begin the violin. My parents enrolled me in a summer, like, called, Suzuki is a method of string playing. <laughs> so my parents enrolled me in a summer program uh, in a beginner violin class of like, like we were down in Montana at this huge summer camp and the beginner class had like a, like a hundred kids in it or something absurd like that. And I was generally a very compliant child, but not that week. That week I was like, I will not put my feet on the mat. And I was throwing my paper violin on the floor. And I was just like, like just not having it. I don't know. It was the beginnings of sibling rivalry, maybe. Like, nope, this is Eric's thing, and I'm not going to do it. Um, so my dad talks about how he had stopped in the hallway one time at this camp and um, was sort of commiserating with another parent who's having a frustrating time. And I wandered away from that conversation. I just, like, disappeared. <clears throat> and I found my way to the room where the most advanced cello class was. And they were sitting in, like, a semicircle at the front of the classroom. And supposedly, I just, like, I was four. And I just marched like right up to the front of the room and stood at like the center of that semicircle and just like stared at them for the rest of their class. <laughs> and my dad probably freaked out and then eventually found me and just stood at the back of the room for that whole class. And at the end of it, he came up beside me and I didn't even look at him. I just like reached up and grabbed his hand and pointed my other hand at the cellos and said, Daddy, I want to play that. <laughs> That's amazing. That's, amazing. <laughs> That's knowing what you want in life. Exactly. That's knowing what you want. I love and that. And the fact is you don't even remember it. No. <laughs> I was four. And so we, I, we, they rented a cello and enrolled me in cello lessons that September. And I've been playing the cello ever since. That's, That's, so cool. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, I, I really um, respect uh, people who can play instruments, especially well. Because, <laughs> you know, it's... I can't. When I was a kid, um, my grandmother, like, was a very avid, um, ad like, person in education. So anything she could do to, you know, keep me going and further mm -hmm. my my training, and she put me in piano lessons. And it was out in St. Martin's, so we were in this little village. I had two older ladies that taught me, you know, my scales and you know how to play, like, you know, the classic songs. And um, I started to get pretty good, and I was able to like read sheet music and write it. I still I still can, but I don't ever play. And um, I remember we came to St. John and I got a new teacher and she was a Russian teacher and she slapped her hands when your scales weren't right. Oh, yeah. And I, I quit and I didn't tell her because I lived in town with my parents and then I, I just stopped and I, I always wondered what would have happened if I had kept it up. <laughs> and now all of most of my friends are musicians or artists and they're very good at something. So that's oh, that's the podcast for me. Yes. That's, this is my instrument right here, the yeah, Zoom mic. Us right? spinning at the five and dime is our equivalent That's of playing our, instruments. So much props to you guys. You know, I try and tell my my students' parents that when their motivation is waning. I'm like, no, come on, you have to make them stick it out because I've heard so many people express regret they, over having stopped. It's something I think everybody should really, really, really stick to because it's like a hobby if you stick to something after about seven years, I think. They, they say it tend, tends to stick. Really? Yeah. I forget who told me that, but it, there's a couple things I've been doing now a little past seven years, and they definitely stick. They're definitely part of me now, I think, forever. So, yeah, I like think this is really should be like math, you know? Like, yeah. it's just like mandatory. Yeah. Mandatory learning. I'm grade six, I had to play the baritone, and it was mandatory. Yeah. I, I love that. It, it was so heavy. <laughs> I almost fell over, <laughs> right? But it was like you had to go to, you had to go to band class, right? You had to learn the recorder, your keyboards, your... Yeah, the recorders. You know, yeah. <laughs> my dad plays the recorder. It's my like mom. one of his instruments. Yeah. It's hilarious. Like she oh, has like mom, yeah. 
all of the she has a renaissance band oh wow they live in vancouver island which that's why they have a renaissance band Um, (laughs) anyway so they are like serious about their recorders so i grew up playing the recorder that's so yeah that's so cool and actually there are a few songs on this album that I wrote mm-hmm. on the recorder because I fell down a flight of stairs and couldn't play the guitar. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a writing trip planned and I hurt my shoulder and I was like, oh, well, I'm going to the woods to write music, so I guess I gotta do something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I just went with like a recorder and actual sheet music. And, that is amazing. Like, <laughs> wrote some songs in the woods in St. Martin's. And, That's amazing. Uh, yeah. And they were, were very different from all the other songs that I've ever written. Right. And it's because I couldn't play the guitar. So it was really a good thing. It was like yeah. gave you a new perspective. It on. did, yeah. yeah. Like a new process because I didn't have like chords to just like start writing a song with. So right. I had to start with lyrics and melody. And, well, and those songs are very melody driven. Yeah. <laughs> And there have been a number of times where we've made Hillary not play the guitar. Oh, I know. That has been really strange for her, but maybe so weird. It's end? actually really great. Yeah. Especially now with George, because then there's like some songs guaranteed <laughs> yeah. in our jams that I don't have to play the guitar for if like he needs to eat or something. Right. Know? Exactly. <laughs> you kind of plan for those. You're like, yeah. okay, well, George has been sleeping for this long, and so he's likely to wake up in about 10 minutes, and so That's we'll do this funny. other song first, and then we'll save that one for when he wakes up. Yeah. Very practical. Very practical. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> So again, for anyone who's listening, um, if you go to which email address? Ladandlasses at gmail.com. And remember that Lad has two Ds. And send them how much? It's $15 in advance that's each it. ticket. I know. Well, guys, get them in advance because that's a steal of a deal. You save five bucks, then you can buy yourself a beer. Exactly. Or shawarma. There's going to be shawarma. Okay. Too. Is it shawarma or falafel? Both. Amazing. Oh. Yeah. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely check them out on Facebook and Instagram um, and their website. I know that. So for people looking to get the album, will that be available at the show? It will. We have many, many copies. Right. And we also she have. T-shirts. Oh, we just got t-shirts. t-shirts. Okay. We're excited about that. So, Oh, here we can announce um, oh, yeah. an exciting, we think it's exciting, giveaway. So everybody who buys an advance ticket, we're going to put them in a draw, um, their name for each ticket that they've purchased. So I know one mom who will have five entries um, <laughs> for like a t-shirt and album package. So right just come to the show, buy a ticket in advance, and you could be walking away with a free t-shirt and, and CD. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank for you so much us. for joining us. Today. Thanks for We're having looking us. forward to the album release. And congrats. That's a, it's a big, big accomplishment. Thank you. You know, with everything in life, it's like I said, it's been a couple, few years trying to put everything together. And I know that's, that's really great. So congratulations again on that. Thank you. And um, for everyone listening again, um, you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram, our website. Um, I think, I think that's really about all. Oh, um, rate and subscribe on iTunes. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, also, great. we have our Patreon, so feel free to throw us a toonie. <laughs> so yeah. We have toonie plans. Get you a sticker. If you're looking to be part of the Strange Crew, we do mail. So if you're looking to get something in the mail other than bills, we uh, do we'll Strange send, Mail. We also send you a letter. Yeah. And shout out to Host Daddy for helping us make sure that we stay online. Yes. Thank we you, Mike Capson. We wouldn't be able to do it without <laughs> you, buddy. Awesome. All right. Until next time, keep it strange. Bye.